Hello, my name is Deborah Hamilton, and welcome to my podcast, Why Do Pets Matter? This podcast seeks to define and explain this important question from multiple points of view and disciplines. We will interview owners, breeders, caregivers, defenders, advocates, champions, and educators. The mission of this podcast is to seek and foster collaborative conversations so that every point of view feels heard, acknowledged, and appreciated. I look forward to your joining us on this journey toward a better understanding of similar and divergent points of view. It is possible to have an impossible conversation. It starts with listening first. I'm so glad you're here listening in with me. Now let's get started. Hi, it's Deborah Hamilton, and I am so glad you're here with us today because I'm here with the wonderful Gina Fortunato, AVP of Veterinary Services at Crum and Forrester Pet Insurance Group. Gina, thank you so much for coming on Why Do Pets Matter, the new podcast that's just hit the airwaves. And I'd love for you to tell the audience, why do pets matter to you, Gina? Uh, First of all, thank you for having me on, Deborah. And Pets matter because they're just such an important part of our lives in so many ways. And, and so why do they matter to me? First of all, I am actually working from home today, and I'm looking out my back window, and I have horses. And horses, I grew up with horses, and, and it was something my dad and I had in common. And so my closeness with my horses brings me close to my dad, who I lost 15 years ago. So that's just one reason I think animals give us memories and they give us experiences. But the other reason I think, and and we know all the science, we know all the facts around how animals can help our health, but I think they can really help our emotions. And, you know, when I think of some of the challenges that I've had in my life, it's always been the animals that have just come up and almost given me a hug. Um, I have cats. I grew up with dogs, but today I have horses and cats. And just to give you an example, I am a breast cancer survivor, and 13 years ago, I was going through the the surgeries, the chemotherapy, the radiation, everything, and I'll never forget after my first um, chemo, I was sitting on the rocking chair, my lounger, and my cat, who never, you know, cats are traditionally very um, independent, crawled on me for the first time and laid on my chest. It was like my cat's way of saying, I'm here for you, I got you, and I'm with you. So I really think that, you know, the memories, the experiences we have with our animals, and just the emotion that that are are tied to them and how they can help us through our emotions. So that's why pets matter to me. I'm so glad you shared all that with us because it was a treasure trove. I love the beginning where you talked about your dad. I have to say that You know, my horses and my dogs remind me of events in my life as well. And I always say when I I think of my mom or my dad when I'm with one of my animals, is it my mom or my dad thinking of me or is it me thinking of them? And I truly think (laughs) it's them thinking of me by virtue of this animal giving me the amount of love and affection um, that they give me. Uh, And I have to say that, you know, cats get a bad rap, I think. Um, People who own cats, which I'm not one. I have a grand kitty uh, named Jane, and uh, I love her to pieces. She doesn't necessarily feel the same for me, although I do give her enormous toys that she loves. I just don't know that she knows they're from me, but we digress. And and so I I think cats do um, get to a place where 
they understand people um, and their needs maybe even more than dogs because that cat was aloof. Um, and then it was right where it needed to be just when you needed it to be there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I think pets, you know, why do they matter? Well, um, most of the commercials we see now for any sort of health issue um, and recovery always have uh, a dog in the recovery picture. They, they always, you know, someone is home um, getting a new LASTA treatment and they're home with their dog. Uh, it, it's, I think the cat people should raise their hand as you would and say, wait a minute, you know, cats are good too. Horses are even better. Um, I know that horses are huge therapy animals as well for PTSD. They just seem to take that strong, silent position with people um, making it worth your while to be in their space when you're having an issue. Yeah, and you think about speaking of horses and why pets matter, and, and you know, I'm a huge, obviously, horse lover, so I'm going to put a plug in for the horses for a second. Think about what they do, even in prison settings, and how they can help rehabilitate some of the prison prisoners. Um, again, the emotional side, right? The, the calming, take that anger. How can these horses who are just such huge animals, but yet are so calm, how can they help calm the human down? So there's all kinds of um, uses for horses other than just, you know, some of the eventing and competition that we have. Absolutely. There are so many transitional changes that horses can make through their lives that are so meaningful for people, which is incredible um, because there are so many programs at um, prisons that not only have the horses help the um, prisoners gain control over their emotions and their anger, but also help the prisoners uh, gentle, so to speak, some of the wild horses that come off mm -hmm. the range so that they can um, guard their emotions and their anger for being taken off the range. And they do it in a way that really speaks to both of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's amazing. It's amazing. So tell me a little bit more about what it is you do in the pet field at Crum and Forrester uh, Pet Insurance Group, because pet insurance is so misunderstood, I think, and, and should be better understood so that people uh, could make their pets matter even more because they're able to care for them in a, in a better way. Yeah, so I've had the privilege of uh, working in the animal health industry for about eight, nine years now in the pet insurance field. And I say the privilege because, you know, one of the things that we've just been spent 15 minutes talking about is why pets matter. And pets, you know, they, they need and deserve veterinary care. And as more and more medical care is available to these animals, Think about what we can do now, the cancer treatments we have, the MRIs, the radiation, uh, you know, the surgeries that we offer to our dogs and cats and even horses. The expenses go up. And so one of the things that pet insurance does, it actually helps pet owners to be financially prepared for any type of accident or illness that the animal might experience in their lifetime. 
It, it's so important because I know I have pet insurance for my animals. My friend had pet insurance for her animal. And you're absolutely right. He had um, a very devastating cancer. And I think her pet insurance covered 80% of all the costs uh, up to, I think, twenty dollars or $30,000, which is a huge amount of money. Right. Right. I, so we um, at Crum Enforcer Pet Insurance Group, we're actually strategic partners with the ASPCA. So our flagship brand that we actually go to market with in the veterinary industry is the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. And so to your point, you know, the nice thing about insurance nowadays, and this is fairly common amongst a lot of providers, is you can choose, do you want 90% reimbursement, 80% reimbursement, 70% reimbursement, and every person is different. You know, you may want 90%, I may choose for 80%, um, but you can kind of choose what you want in terms of coverage. Um, and let me give you a personal story. So I have horses and I have barn cats that go along with uh, my barn, and I had a, a cat who's about five years old now, and I, I loosely say they're barn cats, Deborah, because I have to tell you, these, these cats, these two cats that I have in the barn, they go in the tack room every night with soft food. So they enjoy my, you know, my fancy feast. And um, so they, they are truly more than just a wild barn cat to me. They're, they're almost my inside cats. Um, and they go to the vet every year. They, they are in um, excellent health conditions. They get brushed. They're long-haired cats, by the way. Anyways, one of them, one morning, I came back there and had uh, just very lethargic, was throwing up, and took him into the weekend, of course, because, you know, animals only get sick sometimes on the weekend when it's an emergency. Mostly on Sunday, I might add. And on Sundays, no less. Exactly. I think it was a matter of fact, I think it was a Sunday. Anyways, I took it to my local emergency um, veterinary hospital, and this poor cat had been playing with um, screws that had got knocked off the shelf and swallowed the screw, threw it up, and had astrobation pneumonia. And so this cat ended up in ICU. We didn't know if it was going to make it. It was an ICU um, on fluids, on um, tubes for feeding tubes for four days. Every day cost $1,200. And so every day I'm thinking 1200 Okay, now we're at 2400 I'm thinking, oh, my God, thank God I have insurance. But, um, you know, I have, um, by choice, um, $5,000 annual policies on my barn cats. And I was getting to that point where I was like, okay, I'm at, you know, $4,800. At what point do I need to start digging into my own pocket and make tough decisions. But luckily on day five, he bounced back. I was bringing, able to bring him home and care for him at home. But, you know, that was, you know, 5000 dollars that happened from a fluke accident on a weekend. I didn't expect it to happen. And thankfully, I had the foresight to have insurance, so I didn't have to agonize over whether I was going to continue every night at $1,200 a pop. Absolutely. And you gave him that extra time to really help him recuperate, which, you know, that's all we all want to do. We all want to give them the extra time, the extra ability. Uh, and you're absolutely right. I know from my own experiences, I have wellness insurance and I have catastrophic insurance because I'm basically crazy. Um, so that if something... <laughs> If something's wrong, you know, wellness-wise, I get some recovery. Uh, but if something goes wrong really long-term, I have catastrophic recovery. Uh, it's, it's interesting, though, Gina, because in your experience, do veterinarians understand as broadly as we would like the benefits that having insurance provide them 
And are they able to really articulate that to their clients in a way where the clients don't think, oh, they're just trying to get us to buy something. Rather, it's something that's really going to serve them well. Yes, I think there's a lot of studies that actually show that veterinarians do see the value of pet health insurance. As a matter of fact, there's um, some studies with AVMA, et cetera, that show that veterinarians want more of their clients to have pet health insurance. And the challenge is, is I think a lot of times veterinarians don't know how to bring up the topic. And so, you know, one of the things that we always share with them is they just need to endorse the concept of pet insurance, and they don't need to be experts on the providers or the actual plans. As a matter of fact, it's a, it's a licensable um, product, so you really need to have your property and casualty license to promote or talk about specifics around pet insurance, and I'm licensed, so I can talk about it. Um, so really, from, a, from the standpoint of veterinarians, if they just wanted to endorse the concept of pet insurance by simply asking questions like, do you have pet insurance on your pet? Or um, on the you know, way out, they can ask, do you need a second invoice to provide your pet insurance provider? Just finding ways to create awareness around pet insurance. And from there, when people want information, as long as the you know veterinarian has like one, two, three pet insurance providers that they might recommend, hand the brochures and say, if you have specific questions, please call these providers and you can talk to a licensed agent and get all your questions answered. So it's Absolutely. really that simple. Yep. It, it really is about providing the information that then they can go further. And it really can sometimes be so heartbreaking if you give that information and they opt not to do it and there you are like you were with your barn cat without any insurance and what do you do? It, it really is something that people who, you know, why do we, why do pets matter and why do we love yeah. them so much? Uh, we, we need to consider because it isn't cheap to get insurance for your pet um, in the short haul, but in the long haul, it can really be beneficial to the pet um, especially if you have a pet on the size and scale of a horse, because um, I know that I had insurance on my horse uh, and he colicked. And uh, I have to say that 80% of it was covered. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And, you know, I think one of the things, too, is from, especially, again, going back from the veterinary perspective, it's really just creating um, awareness around the product. We can't tell people what to do. At the end of the day, everyone makes their own decision, whether it's for their own personal health or their animal's health. But we can let them know that pet insurance exists. And then at least we've done our job, right? So, you know, what's sad is we actually get a lot of pet owners that call us after the fact and they want to get pet insurance. And, of course, uh, you know, we can't, we would insure the pet, but we can't cover the preexisting condition. And so many times they're calling in with some huge preexisting condition. And so their, their comment is, I wish I would have known about pet insurance beforehand. And that's what breaks my heart. It's, it's not that they knew about it and chose not to take it, because again, we all make our own decisions. It's they didn't even know that it existed and they may have made, selected um, the opportunity to purchase a plan before whatever their condition was. Uh, you know, happened. It's it's so interesting you say that because what popped in my brain now is that uh, breeders 
who are good breeders, who mentor their owners, should always also provide information that then the new buyers can check out. Because sometimes if it's redundant, right? We love redundancy. So if you mm -hmm. get information from your breeder that says, you know, when the puppy's young, um, while it still is healthy and, and happy and young, um, buy your insurance because then the pre-existing condition hopefully will never happen, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, and then when they go to the vet, they can further ask questions of the vet regarding, well, you know, my breeder gave me this information and what do you think? And then the vet would have the ability to further that conversation. Yeah, exactly. The more people, so I think the um, statistic in, in sales and marketing is someone really needs to hear something seven times before it really resonates with them. So to your point, the more people mentioning it or the more times they hear it, even when they walk in a veterinary clinic, again, if they hear it, um, you know, with the check-in form, do you have pet insurance? If they hear it with, um, you know, maybe the, the veterinary nurse, do you have, do you want information on pet insurance or, you know, multiple times throughout even that veterinary visit, that helps as well. Absolutely. And now at some vets that I've been to, they have TV programs while you're sitting in the waiting room yeah. that suggest what insurance might do to help you um, take better care of your pet, to take the utmost care of your pet, to allow you to make a decision not based necessarily simply on money, but on um, what it is you want to do going forward. And I think that's the peace of mind that pet insurance provides. It's not just about the money if you have the ability to have someone help you pay. Right. It's just an amazing exactly. process. And, and think about insurance nowadays. You know, I, I always chuckle because we have insurance on everything, right? We have insurance on our car. That's mandatory. We obviously have to have it. But our house, we have insurance on our iPads, our iPhones. And if, you know, our iPhone is so valuable to us that we put insurance on it, um, why not think about getting it for our pets as well? Yeah, I mean, we were talking before about how important they are in our lives while we're going through life-altering situations. They've got our back. Having insurance gives them the feeling, they don't know it, but it does, that you've got their back. Yeah. It's really important. It really is important. So tell me one more time um, what it is that really drives your passion for uh, pets, because you have horses and cats, and you, I know you travel a great deal, but when you come home, what is the single most important thing that occurs that really grounds you when you get home? You know, I don't have kids. Again, being a breast cancer survivor, I wasn't able to have kids. So I think what grounds me is when I open the door after traveling, my cats are right there waiting for me. Or when I go back in the barn, you know, the horses are dependent on me, and they're, they're right there waiting for me. It's, you, know, you know how many decisions I've made when I'm out mucking stalls in the barn? <laughs> so... It it's, it's just a really good, it's great meditation, exactly. Um, so, you know, I think, I think what drives my passion for animals is just the fact that, you know, you look in their eyes and you just see that unconditional love they have for you. And it's just, it's just overwhelming. And, and even when I'm away um, and traveling, I, 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 you know, that's what I look forward to coming home to is my animals. Obviously, I, I look forward to coming home to my family as well, but, you know, it's my animals that I miss, so. I know they the the animals um, miss you unconditionally and never hold a grudge, which is why I'm always glad to come home to my animals. I mean, some people <laughs> yeah. I think read grudges into their dogs and cats. I know that um, sometimes I will uh, 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 
sort of allude to the fact that my dog might be mad at me for leaving her. However, uh, they forgive you so quickly and it really is you putting that anthropomorphic um, lifestyle on them. They really do live in the moment. They love you for- Oh, they do. They do, they do. Gina, it has been such a pleasure having you on Why Do Pets Matter, my podcast. This is Deborah Hamilton wishing everyone a great day after listening to my podcast. I'm so glad you're all here. And Gina, I hope you'll come back and talk to us again because this has been so enlightening. And I know people really do want to hear more about insurance and why they should have it. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you so much for having me, Deborah. Thank you, Gina. That was Gina Fortunato. She's an AVP at um, Crum and Forrester, a pet insurance group that I'm so proud to be um, a friend with many of their people. Next time, Gina, when you come back, we're going to have to talk about your experiences and your affiliation with the ASPCA, which is such a great organization as well. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Until next time, this is Deborah Hamilton, Why Do Pets Matter, the podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Why Do Pets Matter? This is Deborah Hamilton, and this podcast is my passion. Do you have a great guest or idea for a topic you'd like me to explore? Go to my website and click contact at Hamilton Law and Mediation. That's Hamilton Law, L-A-W, and A-N-D, Mediation, M-E-D-I-A-T-I-O-N.com. Until next week. Our pets do matter. This is Deborah Hamilton thanking you for being here. <laughs>